let's talk about some shit. So we've got shit to talk about. We got more shit to talk about. We got more shit to talk about. Three main things I'm thinking about, bro. First of all, the bad news. Looks like Eric Bledsoe has gotten in trouble, bro. Yeah. Um, domestic violence arrest for allegedly slapping his girlfriend. Um, I don't really have anything else other than to say, like, obviously, this is something that's fucked up. You hate seeing this story. For sure, man. What you got on that? Anything? Yeah. Don't fucking slap your girlfriends or your wives or your significant others. Period. Period. Thank you. I don't know what to say, man. <laughs> I'll throw it back to you. (laughs) All right. So we got two more things. We got a mystery box or we got Kyrie essentially bitch slapping Ben Simmons. Which one do you want to talk about? What about, what about, I got one here for you. It's hot take. It just dropped. Adam Schefter says Tom Brady announced that he and Giselle are divorced. Oh, shit. Tom and Giselle are over. It says, in recent days, this is from Tom Brady. In recent days, my wife and I finalized our divorce from one another after 13 years of marriage. We arrived to this decision, um, blah, 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 the gratitude of the time, stick sucking, blah, 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 I love her, blah, 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 blah. Basically, Tom Brady just saying that he left his wife and they divorced. Football is he more left important. his wife so he could go play with balls with his boyfriends. Does this does this being over help him out now, or is it going to make him worse? Knowing that, that is, Antonio Brown is, is hollering determined. at her. It's it's to be determined. <laughs> I think, um, yeah. Obviously, if he's not going to quit playing football for Giselle, uh, it's it's probably there's nothing that's going to stop him at this point. He looks like uh, he seems like a man who's now unencumbered, which whatever. Good for him, I, I guess. Yeah, um, I just I mean, like, I don't know, man. I, I think it would have to argue that maybe like not that she herself was a distraction, but maybe the whole marriage ending was a distraction. Uh, maybe he'll be better, or maybe he, he won't be any good at all. Maybe she was the reason he was good. Maybe she's the reason, bro. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. Fountain of youth. Yeah, I don't know. I I look at this, man, and I I see a player that is happy still playing football. You know, like sometimes there's guys that are so obsessed with something or they like crack so much or cocaine so much that they just can't stop. You know, no matter how they try to slice it, you just can't. Yeah. And, you know, I I, I look at I look at this, the NBA in a whole. Right. And I see how the Lakers are dysfunctional. Right. And you can see how in a relationship if there's dysfunction, it, it mirrors what happens on the you know court, on the floor, whatever, on the field for Tom Brady there. So, yeah, I do think that Tom Brady is going to be able to step up in the next you know few weeks and maybe month or whatever and play some amazing football. But, man, go back to those Lakers for a second, man. I, I, get, I get a little antsy when I start talking about them is because you have all these Laker fans that are convinced, right, Mark? They are convinced that all you have to do is trade Russell. And you're going to be okay. 
And that's where it's funny because if you look at a LeBron's teams in the past that he has done really well with, they've always had shooters helping him out. He's always had great shooters. He doesn't need a center. He doesn't need a big guy. He needs shooters around him. You know, Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, you know, we could go down the list of great shooters that have played with him, Ray Allen, and he needs those. Who on that team is a good shooter? And if you're expecting Russell Westbrook to come in there and be a good shooter, then you just haven't watched him in his entire fucking career. Right? So you're not expecting Russell to come in there and hit big-time shots. So where's the big issue? How are how do the Lakers fix the situation they're in? Simple. You trade one of your best assets you have. You leave LeBron alone. You leave Russell alone. You go out and get some of the best shooters you possibly can get. As simple as that. You surround Russ and LeBron with good shooters, and these guys are going to average insane stats. Because nobody's going to keep on clogging up the lane on Russ. Nobody's going to clog up the lane on, on LeBron. Listen, spread the fucking floor out with this team. Get rid of Anthony Davis. Trade his ass. He's not ready to play in Los Angeles anymore. And get what you can in good shooters. Whether that's going to Washington, D.C. and saying, hey, listen, Beal, we'll take Beal. You take whatever. No, they probably won't even do that. But you know who I can seriously consider would be a, a real solution here? Is the Bulls. They got Jerome DeRozan. They got Caruso. Mm. They got a couple other good shooters on that team. They're overloaded on shooters. So guess what? Zach Levine and Anthony Davis team up in Chicago. That's a hell of a team. You could build around that team. And then you have LeBron and Wes, Russ get the, the guys that they need, man. And that's what they need. They need shooters. And that's what Oklahoma City was really, really good at when we were really good. We had shooters surrounding Russ. Yeah, I think you'd be like, well, we'd rather trade Russ. Like, of course you'd rather trade Russ if you're a Lakers fan, but you're going to have to give something up to trade Russ. Yeah. You need to get something back that makes you better, not like leaves you not as good. And obviously they think at this point with Russ, it's uh, addition by subtraction, but you can't like be addition by subtraction and subtraction. Like you're sitting there giving away Russ and something else to expect that make to make you better. It's not going to work. you got to find what you do have and how do you build around what your strengths are and that is for the lakers to figure out because to me it's it's a mess and you're probably right with your solution which is seems to be like let's just trade the only player that you know really isn't available most of the games and see if you can get a few guys that can really knock down shots for your team that's it man speaking of knocking down shots bro all right so we got here we got Kyrie getting to the basket and passing the ball to Ben Simmons. Oh. Ben Simmons catches the ball. You see him right here? Yeah, man. He does not shoot. And Kyrie proceeds to yell. Let's see if I can get it on the audio here. Shoot it. Shoot it. He just keeps yelling at him. Why don't you shoot it? Durant hits a shot, but Kyrie can't get over it. What yeah. do you think, bro? Is this... How are... I mean, look, we know... This became a problem last year, but now it's like, I think Kyrie yelling at him like that is a little demonstrative and it could become an issue. How do you feel about it? I Man, again, I, this is another situation that I, I wish that the Oklahoma City Thunder were in a situation they can get Ben Simmons for, you know, pennies on the dollar. I, I wish the Lakers would trade for Ben Simmons because the leadership of LeBron 
really could change his, his whole life. He just needs, he needs a friend right now, man. Like, everybody's turning on him. You could say Kyrie, like, oh, yeah, he says, like, all the stuff about him in the locker room and, and, and KD, the same thing as positive stuff. But everybody knows what's happening behind the scenes. And that's where I get frustrated. I mean, he airballed a, a, a layup the other day. You know, like, mental health. We watched it with a, a lot of players in the, in the NBA. We watched it, Kevin Love struggle with it and be very open with how the mental health really messed with him. I feel awful for Ben Simmons. I wish that he could go to a place that he could stabilize his life and be no pressure. I don't know why Philadelphia, I get it. You wanted the player that you got, but why, for the love of God, would you go from one, one large market to the other large market? It doesn't make sense. Like, you think New York's going to be easier on him? No, man. New York yeah, New York people are vicious when it comes to sports, man. Sad. I feel awful for him. I, I wish that I wish that he could find happiness and peace wherever that's at. I, again, I just wish the Thunder would step up because he's an all NBA player. He is. He's a defender. He is a um when he's playing amazing. I mean, what did he average? Like 16, 18 points a game and one of the best defenders in the league when he play, was playing, and he was under 25, under 24. Yeah, I, th- I feel like he was averaging like 25 a game. I don't remember how I many forget. points he was averaging. I'm just pulling out of my ass. But just based on how how high I have him held in my head, like I don't feel like he ever was a player I thought was scoring less than 20. But we'll see. That's something I need to look up before I just talk. But I just yeah, give, give, my give Coach England a couple years with him. There you go. The miracle worker is here to save the day. All right, so last story. I mentioned a, a mystery box, and we, we're going to unwrap this, bro, because I have unconfirmed sources Okay. telling me something about. And it's all alleged, and it's all hypothetical. None of this is confirmed. Keep this in mind. But supposedly... With no names being mentioned, the Boston Celtics coach, who is not their coach right now, might have had an affair with a minority owner's wife. Whoa. <laughs> might have? And that would account for potentially why it was a full year suspension the way that they did it. Because, <laughs> so, and supposedly he was in an open relationship with his girlfriend, his fiance. So, who did the no-no? Was it him? Or maybe this owner's wife should be the one suspended from the team because she is the problem. Because I have also heard this may not be her first on-the-job affair. Everyone needs a good cock teaser. That's all I got to (laughs) say. None of this is confirmed, but if you... (laughs) took some time to google it there are people who are reporting it i'm not going to mention any of this stuff because it's all bogusness it's all bogus because nobody's going to confirm it but right now if you want to know what the rumors are amongst our insiders it's that well they um this might be a boston celtics problem that isn't going away anytime are they doing orgies are they just having like 
like all the owners and the owner wives. Maybe and, that's why Brad Stevens was weeping is because he found out he hadn't ever oh, been invited shit. to one of the Poor dude. orgies. Poor dude. Yeah, I know. That's the worst feeling when you get left out of something beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it'd be like, hey, we we all decided to have an orgy, but the one condition was we couldn't tell you. Oh, thanks, guys. Well, Danny Angel's Fuck part you. of it, too, I heard. Not you, though. Look, here's the thing about Mormons, right? They can have orgies, and there's there's nothing wrong. Yeah. Because they're Mormons. As long as you soak it, five bro. is a normal thing. You you can't you can't create the fiction or friction. You just gotta you gotta get it in, and you just got can't move. The soaking is allowed. No, no dude, they're Mormons. But dude. soaking, bro, they can do whatever they bro. Want. They can, Check it up. It Mormon soaking. It's a thing, bro. It is a thing. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have gone on to religion. We apologize if we have stepped on your toes. If this is your religion, <laughs> you don't mean to. We are. Um, former um, religious people ourselves, very believe religious. it or not. Very, we grew up in a religious house. So if you're, we don't mean to mock if you. Guys you. We know, are mocking ourselves. If you guys know 15 kids and counting or 18 kids and counting or the guy called Bill Gothard ATI, that would be what Mark and I are referring to. In the cult is a cult. It doesn't matter what... what. All right. We promised we wouldn't talk about... <laughs> Our upbringing on this show, and we have we've crossed that line. Damn so it. we apologize to everybody, but oh well. we we think it's relevant because obviously Danny Ainge has moved on to Utah to get more free orgies. We know that, and everybody knows that. The NBA knows that, and he got out of Boston before they shut down the action, and now that it's shut down, he had no interest in there. So that's the real reason he doesn't like rebuilding things. He likes orgies. When in doubt, head west. Go west, young man. <laughs> All right. I don't got anything else to talk about. But you got anything else to talk about? Man, I'm sorry for all the sniffles, guys. I have this horrible fucking cold. I can't get rid of it. But that's probably why you've been seeing me stare into the, the bliss. Just for nothing. For reasons for unknown. Anyways, cold medicine is fun sometimes. I enjoy it. Sometimes. Throwing it back to you, man. All right, man. Um, that's it. We will be back Monday. We're pumped up, man. We're pumped up about this team. The Thunder, we got two wins in a row. So join us on Monday so we can recap the game because this is what we're about, man. the fuck do you want from us? We're watching a young team rebuild, and we're watching the NBA get involved in all sorts of sexy scandals. It's the best of both worlds, man. Couldn't ask for any more. So come back. On Monday, hear about what the Thunder did against Luca and his sexy self. Done. We'll see you then.